Mud butt. <laughs> you know, and then the guy's like, whatever, dude. Um, uh-huh. And then, uh, well, lucky you. As I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I take a look at my life. Coolio? This is. Who the hell are you people? Quitters never give up. Go ahead. Give it a mean, give it a mean, oh, give it a mean. Smell it. Hola, party people. It is episode 82 of Quitters Never Give Up. It is October. Oh, wait. It is the 2nd of Rocktober. It's a base. Dicks uh, and assholes <laughs> and cunts. Uh, thank you, Ali. <laughs> we are Quitters Never Go Up. It's episode 82. Again, it is Rocktober 2nd. Lindsay's already done with Rocktober. I'm not done with Rocktober. I just started. I have a long editing journey ahead of me. You know, we could, we could do a Rocktober sting every time. The longer we go on these meetings, the later these episodes will air. Just warning you. <laughs> this will be out in time for next Rocktober. <laughs> Rock yes. November. All right, here we go with the messages. Quitters never give up. So glad you posted this. And I'm going <laughs> to have to go on the side of Josie and the Pussycats and should not have been cut. Now, I don't want to say anybody's a dick, so I would kind of say yes-ish. But that's a way to go. But if you want listener Steve to weigh in, this is definitely the way I see it based on my feeling about Kevin and Bean Universe and the running joke that it was. And yes, they were on it. They did craft an episode of Scooby-Doo on the show. And they were part of it. So anyway, love you guys. Bye. So he says Lindsay's the dick on this bonus episode. No, he didn't say that. He just said he likes Josie and the Pussycats. He already voted Lindsay's the dick, so his vote has been counted. Well, he's, you know, he's trying to put his vote in He's our first listener, first caller, so he gets, his vote is extra, if you ask me. 
True. Just because it's on my side has nothing to do with it, I assure you. <laughs> All right, let's go to the next call before Lindsay kicks <laughs> out Edwin. <laughs> Quitters, what up? It's Luke from the Gilded playlist.com uh you know i tend to listen to episodes right around when they come out and the timing is just really throwing me off because it's october 1st and i think you guys just did the 21st night of september but you played that on september 3rd anyway um edwin's opinions on 80s music are mostly correct and i also want to say that Lindsay's opinions about like hey let's find the worst song ever she was actually trying to find like the most and worst upsetting song of all time I think what you guys were asking for was what's the worst song that was actually popular that wasn't a kid song or a Raffi song or a Sesame Strong, Sesame Street song, which is a TV show. I think that is the distinction. And I'm down for a bonus episode anytime. You guys know where to find me. Keep up the work. So a couple of things there. Um, 80s music is mostly all good. Well, everybody knows that. <laughs> I just think it's been so long that people forget like the crappy songs because they've just gone away. Or the crappy songs get played all the time. And then like the good, like the like Ralph would totally agree with Asia being a great band of the 80s and possibly Loverboy and some things like that, but they don't get the airplay. Yeah, that's the the chili pepper syndrome. Or mm-hmm. like if you turn on K Earth, they have like, I don't know, 10 oldies that they'll play every day, all day. Yeah. There's they a lot of stuff it. that doesn't get airplay anymore, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. They don't play oldies anymore on K-Earth. What do they play? They play like 80s music and 70s music. So wouldn't that be considered oldies at this point? To me. Badly, yes. <laughs> to me, oldies is a specific genre of like 1950s, 19, early 1960s. Okay. That's to me. Like when someone says oldies, I'm not thinking of the cure. Yeah, that's because we're oldies. That's <laughs> right. But I think, hey. but I think even the older generation that was around at that time did called them oldies once they became oldies. Yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, <laughs> is this another I, boat we're gonna have to have? What are oldies? Yeah, I, guess. <laughs> I think it depends on like your gener when exactly. you grew up, not necessarily your generation, but the times that you grew up and what you listened to. Um, and then kind of where you are now and what you're listening to, what you would consider oldies. Well, but I don't think anybody's going to dedicate like love song from the cure on the art LeBeau show. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy. Would I love that? I mean, I think to me, if it's going to, if it's able to be played on art LeBeau, then it's it's an oldie. Mm -hmm. If not, then not quite. But all right. Uh, So we did. uh, Oh wait, what was the first part of Luke's song? What was the first part of Luke's messages? Are you this being facetious? Are you are you I, trying to I, I am totally he was like... agreeing with me, so we could replay that if you need to. <laughs> okay, let's hear. Quitters, what up? It's Luke from the Gilded Playlist.com. Uh, you know, I tend to listen to episodes right around when they come out, and the timing is just really throwing me off because Oh yeah, he brought up the timing of the episodes because he listened to the last episode, which was recorded on September third, which also had September 21st day of September in it because I kind of figured it'd be released somewhere in September. And it was the last last week of September, right? Yes. Okay. We're behind, Luke. That's all. We accept your scorn. We're trying. <laughs> we're also one not... other thing. Did Luke just notice that we're behind? <laughs> <laughs> 
We're also like kind of a little, we're not really pushing it too much because we we're playing some new content sometimes, so we don't want to overlap with the with it being released. So we're going to give it a little space. But doing the best that we can, I promise. We're not good. <laughs> <laughs> and also a, a nice bonus with Luke would be cool. We'll just talk oh, about yeah. that music. That'd be really cool. I'll find the worst 80s song out there. No, good luck. There's no such thing. Oh, Mickey, you're so fun. You're so fun. You're oh, I love that song. Mickey. I'll just, I'll just search well, Google search Bon Jovi. That'll pull up all the worst. This 80s is going to be what breaks up the podcast. We're going to have a huge fight about 80s music. I don't care. It's right there. Any of you guys see the um, the Foo Fighters in memoriam uh, at the forum with, I think it was um, Def Leppard with Miley Cyrus. Really? I saw wow. some clips of them. They were singing Photograph. No, Ugh, it's she's awful. I'm surprised uh, Bean didn't mention it. He loves right? Miley Cyrus. I don't know. Both of those things, Poison and Miley Cyrus, are you know blocked from my Google searches, so I never see any mention of them. <laughs> Miley's an enigma. I, she's she's an interesting gal. Okay. I, <laughs> Where's the crickets? Uh, chirp, chirp. I I, I I don't really know how to form sentences right now apparently but <laughs> i think she has a really great voice and mm-hmm. she's i think she's of that era of child stars that are now adults figuring out what it is that i guess i don't know what they're she, doing to, for me she doesn't have a great voice i am annoyed by her voice um but also but she's of that era of where she realizes what her platform can give her and she speaks out on certain causes. So that's why I don't like to like bash her mm-hmm. because you know, she does good with what she has, but I don't really like her songs or her acting or anything like that. Hey, yeah, again, I don't know any of her songs. I just know her as a Hannah Montana and her, um, Billy Ray Cyrus's daughter. Um, but then when I did, I did see her um, when the lockdown first happened and she was on Saturday Night Live as a musical guest and she was singing from her backyard and she did the Wish You Were Here, which I thought was really cool, actually. But that's kind of my only exposure to her. I think she's talented, but I, it seems like she seems to, she's like Adam Sandler. I think he's a funny guy. He seems to go for lowest common denominator, which leaves me cold. Uh, that's mm-hmm. kind of what I think about okay. Miley Cyrus. I can see that. All right. All right. Boy, who knew we'd talk about Miley Cyrus? <laughs> That's why I love this show. You never know what's going to happen. Uh, all right. Let's go. <laughs> what are we tangents. going? This is great. Where, where's the button? Why do some people tune out? Oh, oh. Speaking of rock, uh, Rocktober. Speaking Rock-tober. of Rocktober. <laughs> Tim, Tim Markle had that song that we played on the last podcast. Yes, it's really good. It's a really good tune. I just want to shout it out again and maybe bring it up one more time because we just kind of did it really quick on the last episode because of time. Okay. All right, let's do the week that was. <laughs> Press the button, my friend. Send me back into time. Edwin. No, Edwin. Oh, right. I'm sorry. <laughs> one, two, three. It's a new day. Oh, Our feature presentation. Creepy alert, creepy alert.
Okay, we got the week that was. This is September 26 to 30 of 2011. I'm going to knock out some celebrity birthdays real quick. Meatloaf. Of course, I bring up Meatloaf because I had a call about Meatloaf once, and I always make it about myself. And singer Meatloaf is 69 today. Uh, Edwin, one of our favorite listeners, Edwin, uh, writes in and said, yes, it's true. Uh, Meatloaf is not the singer he once was, but he still has charisma and stage presence. He said that he always had. Okay. So he guesses that two out of three ain't bad. He said. <laughs> nope. We're good. <laughs> go right to hell. I view it as a badge of honor to have Kevin tell me to go to hell. So. <laughs> Celebrity birthday. Uh, oh, that was September 27th, by the way. September 30th, Brad Drescher. We've all heard this clip. I brought this one in because they kind of gave a little bit of the background, why it was funny. The makeover of the night on the red carpet. Fran Drescher joining us up here. You know, we were talking as you were coming up that you've done a movie with Pierce Brosnan before, The Beautician and the Beast. Did you ever imagine he'd end up being a James Bond? I I, I, I didn't. Pierce Brosnan was not in Beautician and the Beast. Really? <laughs> I think I'm going to get back on the line. That is lame.edu. In, in Beast's defense, I think Timothy Dalton, the other James Bond, was in that film. That was the confusion. See? Yes. There you go. That's the explanation. Other guy, other James Bond. By the way, Fran Drescher, I've always been a fan. And there's going to be a nanny movie, perhaps. Let's keep our eyes out for that. Speaking of a show that wasn't geared to me. (laughs) It wasn't geared to anybody, but I still liked it. Okay, celebrity birthday, also on the same day, September 30th. Marianne Cotillard. What do you guys think of when you hear that name? Bonkers. Bonkers. Right. (laughs) Kevin and Bean have conditioned us. So this is what they said in 2011. Marion Cotillard. Oh. Bonkers. She's, stop it. Stop what? 36 years old today. Stop saying her eyes are bonkers. They're not. They're beautiful. Bon, 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 bonkers. Sorry, Marianne. I cannot hear your name now without hearing bonkers. <laughs> this is what I like to call Kevin, the master of the drop. So Kevin, rapper's going to say he's back because he was on vacation the week before. So I'm just going to play it out. Star Wars geeks, they did their job. Did you pick up a copy of uh, Star Wars Blu-ray last week, Bean, when it came out? What was that? Why why were those people cheering? They're very happy about that Star Wars. (laughs) Kevin is back, everybody. (laughs) Kevin is back. Woo! Let's take a look today's celebrity birthdays. Singer Olivia Newton-John. Remember her from Greece? And more importantly, Xanadu, Mother (laughs) Effers. Xanadu. (laughs) Xanadu, Xanadu. Now we are here in Xanadu. 58 years old today. You are on fire. (laughs) You are on fire today, Kevin. That could be cleaner. No, it's perfect. (laughs) Can you record that from across the room on your cell phone? Is that someone flushing a toilet? Is that Darth Vader flushing a toilet? Is that what that is? Yes. Okay. Is this what it's supposed to be? <laughs> was, was that the goal? Was a sound like that? Yes. <laughs> no, but you don't have the toilet flushing sound effect at the end, Bean. Let's compare them, all right? Here's mine. Right, yours. No comparison. Kevin wins. I think so. Crisp. That sounds like it came from a Blu-ray. That's how high quality that is. If Kevin can find the Britney Spears hunt drop, he'll have hit the trifecta in the showbiz report. (laughs) 
Actress Linda Hamilton, of course, from Terminators, 50 years old today. Jim Caviezel. You know him as Jesus Christ in The Passion Of, mm-hmm. but he's also in that brand new show, Person of Interest. <laughs> Which is great, by the way. Person of Interest. I love I've got a TiVo, but I have yet to watch it. it. Loved it. So might I point out, Kevin brought the wrong Britney Spears clip. <laughs> this is what he was supposed to bring in. Huh? <laughs> he brought the giggle one, so. Oh, that that's Kev Dog at his best, if you ask me. That's that a is. good stuff right there. For sure. They were doing a call-in talking, because they were still talking about the Eggy and being turned out to hate it. So they did a call-in. You bought some junk from TV. Hey, George, thanks a lot for calling the Kevin Abit Show. What'd you buy, dude? Very nice. By the way, I don't even think that's the original Santa Monica guy. Yeah, it sounds like a different guy. You're right. It's a copy. New guy. New guy. All right, George. New guy. Let's go to Evan. He's on line five. Evan, thanks for calling the Kevin Abid Show. I like new guy. (laughs) Boo, no new guy. We only like the original here. Yeah, it's got to be. Doesn't that kind of make you tense when you hear a fake like that? So I had to get a real Santa Monica. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of funny, though. He had his own little fan there doing a Santa Mofon? Mo, mofo? Yeah, he was a Santa, Santa Monica, Monica Mofo. <laughs> okay, in 2011, there was an NBA lockout. And so they had a Clipper Daryl on. And he should have left well enough alone because the Clippers wouldn't play if they had a lockout. But anyway, he was going to protest. I think he was going to sleep outside the Staples Center until the lockout was over. And so Bean really admired his dedication. Well, listen, Clipper Dare, we've been having you on the Kevin Bean Show for years. You know what fans we are of yours. We appreciate your integrity. We uh, wish you nothing but the best. This will fail, but we do want you to go ahead with it. <laughs> and please keep in touch, okay? You're a cold brother, man. All right, Daryl. God bless you. I love you guys, too. Oh, poor Daryl. Don't reach out to Bean if you expect some uh, some sympathy. You're a cold brother. Oh, yeah. That should be a T-shirt for Bean. You're a cold brother, Bean. Brother. <laughs> oh, Thanks for coming oh, by on, By the brother. way. Yeah. <laughs> My brother. Exactly. My... I looked it up. The Clippers were swept in the second round once that season restarted. So, Daryl, you were better off with the lockout. Oh, but Chris yeah. Paul led the league in steals. Oh, do you remember, Christopher? Did you have that poster of Chris Paul said, lead the league in steals? Oh, my God. Everybody had it. No, I didn't. I, didn't. I stopped getting posters when I turned 13. I don't think they make posters of Clippers, actually. It's against the law. Oh, you stopped getting posters? Yeah. He was you too busy to, watching yeah. um, watching Hannah Montana, so no more NBA posters. <laughs> yeah. Okay, this is fantastic because when Kevin was on vacation, everyone kept saying, Kevin, you're not stopping being from being creepy. So when he got back this week, they had a discussion about it. I don't yep. know why. It's just it's you because you make stuff up, but it's me. That's we why. To, we, we need to seriously turn on the, the creepy filter. Yes. There, there is creepy no filter. creepy that filter. There will be. I, I know you think you're going to stop me from talking to Zoe Deschanel, but that can't you be that's done. Gonna I happen. Have to, I, no, I'm talking to her in like 20 minutes. Well, I'm surprised television doesn't melt down when you're on it, Zoe. Hey, I'm being. Come on. Creepy alert, creepy alert. Yeah, so that was the beginning of the creepy alert drop. Nice. Creepy alert, creepy alert. So they were telling Bean that when Zoe Deschanel came on, this was when New Girl first started, 
that they were going to boot him off. And he's like, oh, sure, guys. So let's see what happened. So here's what we've done. We've had a, a creepy alert installed, and uh, it will mute Bean to guess that he's too excited about. No, 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 so, no, no, you don't, no. So don't if you're afraid of, yeah. of, in this particular case, Bean offending Zoe Deschanel because we love her and he loves her too much. Yes. She, she's not going to be able to hear Bean, and that would be unfortunate. When that his excitement no, level gets yes. to a creepy point. That is no way to run an interview. What are you creepy doing? alert, creepy what? alert, creepy alert, creepy alert. What are you talking trying about? Trying to save our relationship with somebody that we all love and you love I too much. Put her on the phone. Put her on the phone right now. Let me now. try this. Hang on a second. Let me try it. Right. Talk. Just give us a test, Bean. Hey, Zoe. Yeah. I'm so excited. Oh, oh See? it's great. The mute what, ha- what just happened? Nothing. Perfect. Sounds great. Sounds perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that. Everything's good. Let's play don't the theme song. Don't keep me away from my Zoe. Right. Hey. She's on hold. So I'm hoping Bean was in on the joke because <laughs> otherwise it would be kind of sad. So anyway. They did get Zoe Deschanel on the phone. This is what happened. Hey, girl, what you doing? Hey, girl, where you going? Who's that girl? Who's that girl? It's just... That is the voice of Zoe Deschanel, of course, in the very popular rock band She and Him, and the star of the new show, The New Girl, which airs Tuesday nights at 9. Hey, that's tonight, don't you know? On the Fox Network. Zoe, welcome to the Kevin and Bean Show. How are you? Hey Zoe, can you not hear Bean? I heard a, I heard some clapping, but that's it. All right, that's perfect. So they did. They kicked Bean off for the entire interview. Poor Bean. <laughs> <laughs> so this was the very end of it. They brought him back for a second. All right, Bean, we have time for one more question. See if she can hear. Can me. you hear me now, Zoe? Hello. Can, can you hear me now? Nope. Perfect. I got to tell you, it's one of my uh, favorite new shows. It's called The New Girl, and it's on Tuesdays, which is tonight at 9 p.m. on Fox. Check it out. Zoe Deschanel, thank you very much for being on the phone with us today. We appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Bye, Zoe. I love you. Thanks. I love you. Bye. I love uh, It's not fair. Dude, listen. You wouldn't let me talk to her. It wasn't me. It's automatic. You read the creepy alert. Creepy alert. Creepy alert. Creepy alert. Damn you to hell. It's. Ah, poor Bean. I can identify. I get the creepy alert from you guys all the time when I talk about Lisa Mason. <laughs> yeah. Me the and original, being creepy alert brothers. <laughs> the original, I will end you. Yeah, that's right. And so <laughs> they made that just for the Zoe Deschanel uh, interview. Yeah. Uh, let's go up show. next. They were doing thanks for that tweet, Bean. That's that tweet. Bean. That is hilarious. <laughs> Tapirs are still the best animals, right? Hashtag obviously. So Bean did a tweet about tapirs. And then I sent him this clip. Oh, honey, look! The tapirs! <laughs> it says here the babies lose their pajama-like coat after their first year. Isn't that interesting, honey? Yep, mind-numbingly interesting. So that's from Futurama. And I even emailed Bean. Who else is going to send you a clip about tapers? Come on! And he never played it. So <laughs> he's still he's still in love with tapers. Yeah, he is. They are kind of cool. They have a weird nose, and they. Uh, I'm not going to get Bean like and start talking about tapers here. But anyway, they, they have one that they sponsor named uh, Semperna. Oh yeah, right? that's right. Yeah, that recently Bean talked about that, right? Yeah. Yeah. So there, he still likes tapers. Still likes tapers. Still likes tapers. Don't we all? Okay, this is something I didn't realize That's that they started this in 2011. First, though, a, uh, a new feature called How Does It End? How 
does the story end, my friend? Friend, how does the story end? I don't know what uh, Omar's smoking lately. <laughs> how, can, how can we get that jingle to end? Okay, real quick, like, I don't think anyone can guess, but any guesses? The first story, how did the story end? No. Wooden hand. Good guess. <laughs> I'm surprised. I feel like, um, I mean, I love that segment, um, but from 2011, I didn't realize it was that old. No, oh, we'll never guess. It was just, when you're here, you're going to love it. I'm going to play you the beginning of the news story, and then it's going to stop, and I want you guys to tell me how it ends. You just guess. Okay. Just Okay. You know, from what you know about the story, how does it end? Albert Einzig was happy in his East Clark Avenue home. But lately, he says he's been kept up all night by neighborhood teens hanging out on his porch. He put up sheets to stop them from peering in, but still, they antagonize him. I can just about walk. I can't hold a walk. I can't see too far, and I can't hear too good. They pay on this door to get me out of bed. He says the handicap sign in front of his home is what's behind the taunting. So that's why, at his wit's end... The 91-year-old. So that's where that came from. Remember, we were looking for that. We couldn't find it. Yeah. Classic. Yeah. So that's why we couldn't find it. It was uh, the first, how did the story end? So if you put, you know, I can't walk, it wouldn't show up. <laughs> so nice. that's 2011. That's how did the story end? The, that poor old guy. I can just about walk. I can't hold a walk. I can't see too far and I can't hear too good. <laughs> oh, and by the way, the story ended because... He filled a bucket with urine and threw it on the porch to keep the kids away. So there you go. <laughs> and the weird thing was, he got cited. I'm like, can't you throw urine anywhere you want on your own damn house? I, I didn't get why he got cited. He must have done something else besides that. So, uh, Poor guy. I, okay. Can you throw urine in your own house? <laughs> like on your own lawn? Yeah, I can would you think pee so. On your own lawn. I mean, my dog your own can lawn, pee on your my own lawn. porch, your own driveway. I would think so. Yeah, it's your property. But I think something else happened. I think he went out and like hit a kid with a cane or something. That's what they said. Oh, so dear. it wasn't just that. But that's where that fantastic soundbite came from. Some kid got Okay, listen, listen to Ralph. Years. I can so identify with his dilemma here. And we've been talking about them all day, and people are demanding to know more about the Herculoids. No one's asking. The Herculoids. Who's that? What people no. are demanding? The no. no. Herculoids. Bean, you've been checking your email. I have, too. I haven't no. seen a single Somewhere email. out in space live the Herculoids. I always wish they could be a little more specific. <laughs> Somewhere that's not right here. From the 1960s, a classic <laughs> Hanna-Barbera cartoon. You know how much I love Saturday morning cartoons. Yeah. And the Herculoids were amongst my favorites. They were barbarians who lived on a planet but was filled with high-tech alien technology. But they fought to keep their planet pure from alien invaders. So they had high-tech, but they were... Huh, they had gleep and gloop. That's all you need to know. Gleep and gloop. You know the, Two the, creatures who could take any form. You know that we're on the air right uh, why now. Am I, why am I bothering yapping about it? Well, I can just play the intro to the series. Somewhere out in space live the Herculoids. Zuck, the laser ray dragon. Laser ray dragon. Blue, the giant rocky.
All brave, all heroes. They're the Herculoids. The Herculoids. You know, once again, Ralph just made a tiny mention of them. And people started calling and texting. Social media it was, it was a, a sensation. So I'm with you, Ralph. Those 60 cartoons were the best. But Kevin didn't quite have the same opinion. That sounds like the worst cartoon ever. <laughs> so me and Kevin on opposite sides of that one. I've so I'm going to bring song. in the entire episode next week, and we're going to break it down. All right. Yes. A lot of very big, big themes introduced in that first episode. Love it. <laughs> and uh, that's the week that was. Back to the awesome. present. Yay. Awesome. Yay. I can just about walk. I can't hold a walk. I can't see too far, and I can't hear too good. That works All for right, so many me, things. <laughs> let me start the podcast roundup. Nailed it. You get it, Edwin. You want her to promote your podcast. We got it. Say hello to happy goodbye to the blue janky. Some people that you love on the air, on TV, on radio, wherever, are dicks and assholes and cunts. I don't care. Open up a vlog. All right, welcome to the first podcast roundup of Rocktober. One, two, three, four. It was funny. I was at the music store getting this stuff yesterday and the guy that owns it, whatever. And he, listen, I almost bought like 10 different instruments. He had all sorts of really cool, fun things, a cowbell and some other fun stuff. I'm like, I've only got two hands. So. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. So it's the last week of September that we're focusing on for the podcast roundup. First, let's say that this week we are short one podcast because there was no janky town. So I had to scramble and find something to fill, and I found probably the best podcast around. Uh, this is the Bjork podcast. Let's hear a clip from that. You're listening to Sonic Symbolism. Sonic Symbolism. This is episode one. Most of us go through phases in our lives, in the conversations on this podcast. Me and my friends in the streams of nature. Oh, 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 I think I see my... And my one friend is here. Oh, who's your one friend? <laughs> <laughs> you have a friend that's a llama? Yes, her name is Dolly. <laughs> Come on. Hello, Dolly. <laughs> Dolly Llama. Right. Hello, Dolly Llama. Would you like to have... Some time with me where we dance on the head of a pin and we put angel swings up inside our eyelids in order to see God in all the celestial heavens. <laughs> well, screw you, Lama. <laughs> when Eddie first brought up the Bjork podcast to us, I, I just had to listen to it. I thought it was so much like Ralph's impression. 
So I just had to include it. That's in what right. I was thinking. How close was Ralph to that? Right? <laughs> yeah. I, I couldn't tell. I couldn't tell them apart. You know, all the timbres and textiles and, and the comedy llama. But then, I, I yeah, I can't get enough of the comedy llama. Speaking of another podcast that uh, <laughs> wasn't around for a week. Last week, there was no You Be the Judge. So this week, they issued an apology. So before we get started, I did want to address and apologize to the viewers for last week. Listeners. Week's... What? Listeners, not viewers. This ain't YouTube. Well, you know what? I'm preparing for... Ugh, never mind. <laughs> I want to apologize to the listeners for not releasing an episode last week. But we are back here in your ear holes for another awesome and humorous time. Uh, let's go back over to uh, Frank and Friends. Uh, Frank had David Crawford, who is a pretty famous opera singer. And um, we find out what a famous opera singer would do for karaoke. So speaking of karaoke, I bet you could not name what song I always sing for karaoke. Um, 16, 16 Tons by Tennessee Ernie Ford. No, uh, Baby Got Back by Sir Mixalot. <laughs> For some reason, for some reason, I still to this day know every word of that song. <laughs> yes, but that's the one thing I can do. I, I enjoy that's a old talent. school hip hop. It is pretty. Uh, yeah, that's a talent. Thing. I think that's brilliant because singing opera and singing top forty is a completely different talent. But you're a professional singer, so everybody looks at you. Because like when my wife goes, when we wind up at karaoke, everybody looks at her to sing something. And it's kind of a little bit of a lot of pressure. And I could imagine an opera singer probably wouldn't be geared to that music. But if he comes out with Baby Got Back, it'll just be a fun time. What's your wife's go-to karaoke song? Uh, it's kind of whatever she feels like. Okay. She can. She just sings. She can sing anything. So She can do anything. She can. I mean, mm-hmm. any song. Like, she'll, she'll break out a mariachi song, like a ranchera, and then she'll, like, bust out some Tina Marie or something. It's kind of like having a ringer when you go to karaoke. It is. <laughs> it is having a ringer when you go to karaoke. Have you guys Ring seen it. that video of um, the, the, there was some like string quartet performance of Baby Got Back where like everybody, all of the women got on stage and Sir Mix-a-Lot is there and they're all like twerking basically. All these people in ball gowns are just like going crazy. No, I miss that one. You're going to have to share that with us. I will. Yeah. Edwin's ready for the twerking women. <laughs> creepy alert, creepy alert. Hey, I didn't say it. I don't want to get charged with this one. <laughs> All right. Um, let's go over to a cup of tea in the chat. They brought up Coolio. He was just such a colorful personality. We had him on the Kevin and Bean show a number of times. One of the first, I think we ran into him and did an interview with him. It might have been like in an MTV awards show in New York, and mm-hmm. it was one of my favorites ever. Can't have a party without Coolio. Yo, what's Coolio. up? It's Coolio with the flow of the neighborhood. Get a witch doctor superhero down to go toe to toe with any Hank Frank and Joe straight from the 40 T H E V Z Foley Thieves in the house, Mass Circle for Life, baby. Okay, thanks, gentlemen, for, Coolio. Thanks for coming by. <laughs> Stupid. So yeah, that was Coolio. It was always fun to hear him interact, and I like that clip of, let's hear it for Coolio. They also brought up the uh, McRib and Pusha T. Do you guys remember how Pusha T had a beef with uh, McDonald's and was writing songs for Arby's? Okay, so Pusha T, who is a rapper, um, is in a is in a beef with McDonald's because 
he wrote the I'm loving it song or a portion of the I'm loving it song, and he's not getting all the money that he wants. So he's working with uh, Arby's writing songs for them. And in this one, he wrote a diss track for the McRib. He's back. He has a new song out. This is going to devastate the king of Mexico because no Oh, one no. He is better a... not be dissing that mystery meat. Yeah, the McRib, the mystery meat in the no. McRib. He did. And you know that that's Dave's favorite, right? Well, Pusha oh, T no. is back, and Arby's apparently has their own rib sandwich, and Pusha T is here with the soundtrack for it. Straight out the smokehouse, Texas, my old route. Eight hours to slow cook, keep push for the rollout. The boss with the smoky Q sauce, the real country style, make rib get lost. Yeah. I don't really understand why Pusha T selling Arby's because I don't really understand who eats at Arby's. Not an Arby's person. I don't know what they serve there. I'm confused by Arby's. I ate there once. I think they have the meats, right? I know. I like their commercials. Where's my bell? Shit. <laughs> Who's that guy? Great voice. Uh, Kevin Michael Richardson. He's a voice actor. It's either him or, uh, oh, is it Fing Rains? Or... Anyway, deep voice, funny commercials. Yes, I'm with you, Lindsay. Or Jen, sorry. I remember, too, um, when Jon Stewart had his show, he would always make fun of Arby's on there. And there's a few times he's like, it's, it's good food. I don't know why we're always picking on him, but they always kind of made them the butt of the joke. It's funny. Yeah, I see Arby's a lot on TV shows like, um, was it Baskets? Didn't one of the guys work at Arby's there? So there's always just like some guy that works at an Arby's. It's always the go-to joke. Anyhow, um, Ali also brought up adult Happy Meals. Okay, I thought you were going to mention that they were bringing back the adult Happy Meals. I just saw that yesterday, but I didn't I didn't yeah. get into that. What's different about the adult Happy Meal versus the kids one? And does it have a toy? It does have a toy, and I'm so sorry. I didn't but think it's a we'd vibrator? be talking about this. I didn't. Wow. <laughs> I thought you said it was for adults. Well, they said, they're, be... they said they're bringing back the adult Happy Meal. When did it first come out? I don't know. I, I've never heard of it until now, so. I don't know. I think she Do you fight with your kids over the toys? <laughs> no. Some of the some of the McDonald's toys are pretty cool, like when they have like a Star Wars tie-in and stuff, but mostly just the kids just play with them. Do you, Edwin? Do you get Happy Meals just for the toys? I do, but I give them to my nephew when I'm done with them. <laughs> they're all broken. Yeah, they're all broken. He's like, why do I just get broken toys from Uncle Edwin? <laughs> Edwin buys a Happy Meal for his nephew and there's no toy in it. Like, oh, well, we'll just Sorry, go back. Sorry, kid. We, we can't go back. I guess they just forgot. Sorry. All right. Uh, Kevin and Sluggo were talking about NASA. And uh, what gets Kevin talking about NASA? Lots of louds. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Again. And they're only the 17 meters now. off. Orbiting another asteroid. Yeah. I think we're starting to see more resolution. In fact, look at that. Didimos has even gone out of the view. This Didymos is actually is gone. Yeah. This is actually live. Dimorphous, from... the little bitch, is just about to get destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> it's a million, more than a million miles away, and we're actually getting a live signal. Down. Angular rates look really good. Right this second. Angular rates get the look good. Teams and good pictures. Look at that. So what happens if we, wow. when we smash into it, what happens no, to it? No, no, no. I want to know how soon we see whether or not it's moved a bit or changed course. What if it crashes into the other? Oh, that'd be so great. Right? The other meteor. Other asteroid. Caused a black hole? Yeah. Ending Earth? Oh, my goodness. Look at that. Unbelievable. Yeah. Wow, you can really see it now. You should it looks really like go a giant uh, pineapple. 
It does. The asteroid does. It's just going to go blank here in a second when the spaceship crashes into it. Wow, it's so close. How did oh, they wow. hit an asteroid that yeah. far away? Wow. Oh, my goodness. Three, two, one. Wow, wow look at that thing. It's you can see screen. all the rocks. Wow. Oh, wow. Awaiting visual confirmation. Space Force on this. At least put their, <laughs> put their logo on it. It's kind of exciting. Because it's NASA, man. NASA rules. Crazy. Yeah. It's the world's first planetary defense test mission. And it was a success. Wow, very impressive. Huh. I remember when they landed on the moon, actually, man. One of my really? first memories wow, of the way before my time. So a little bit of the backstory. That was uh, NASA launching the DART into the asteroid to see if it could redirect its course. Were they able to change the course of the meteor? I don't know. I was just interested in the louds, like Kevin. Okay. <laughs> okay. Something about satellites in space. <laughs> Something about satellites. I also like that he was unclear about how black holes form. Mm-hmm. It's like, what if it forms a black hole? Which is funny because I was thinking, what if they knock it off course and they accidentally knock it towards us? Because it's not, it wasn't initially on our course. What if they knock it on course for us? I don't know. Let's go over to Ralph report. They, let's stick with space. They talk about the Hubble telescope. Edwin Hubble. Hubble. That's why they named the Hubble telescope after him as an homage. Should name it the Edwin. Oh my goodness. Look at all those galaxies out there, don't you know? All the stars. It's the Edwin telescope. Way more interesting. That would not be good for anyone. (laughs) I like the Edwin telescope. Me too. That would bring more interest. (laughs) Okay, so Sunday Ralph did this experiment where he did a live show or a crowd cast, but they were watching him wa- watch the football game, uh, the Eagles versus the, what is it? What are they him called? The Commanders? Yeah. Ralph and Eddie were watching the football game. So you're just watching Ralph, Eddie, and Queen Jay watching a football game. Um, had some interesting moments. It was pretty, it was kind of cool. It got a little long because it was three hours. Uh, but they were doing shots, him and Queen Jay, of tequila with uh, Tabasco sauce in it or with hot sauce in it. And so he was, so we get the fo- update the following day. The Ralph report, my butthole will pay for it. Yeah, sure did. Did it? <laughs> How many shots did you do with Tabasco? My butthole looks like a Japanese flag. <laughs> my tea towel holder is inflamed, in the words of Steve Ooh, Ashton. Ouch. I did, I don't know. Well, I think I overall, three. I did about six shots. Yeah, there's about three, though, with Tabasco. About half of yeah. them were uh, prairie fires, or as they're now being called by the Garmy TNTs, ah. tequila and Tabasco. Makes sense. And, uh, yeah. And then the chips, too. And then the flaming Hot Chips. I only had a couple of those, but uh, <laughs> I don't, I'm Irish. I, I'm, I'm very white, and I don't respond well to the spices. <laughs> so it's been a, it's been a challenge today. But I'm back, kids. Back and better than ever. So, uh, Lindsay, you have thoughts on Ralph's butthole update? Uh, you know, I don't. But I uh, would like to take my earlier cutting off of your sh- your share back. <laughs> I wish I had applied that to this. <laughs> oh, when you cut me off, I, I, I didn't include this one. But when you cut me off, I put it back in. So, 
That one was just for you. <laughs> Wait, hold on. We got a, a update from NASA. Hold on. What the fuck? <laughs> More asteroids. Wait, was there supposed to be a sound there? It didn't come through? No. No. Oh, shoot. <laughs> oh, that was a great joke, guys. Wait, how does Jen hear something and Christopher and I don't? This is very strange. Did you hear Jen? I thought I did. Do it again. Oh, I just turned it off. Okay, I'll do it at the end of the show. Okay. <laughs> I think Jen heard me do a raspberry. Maybe that was it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's get over to this TV list. Um, Rolling Stones released the top 100 TV shows, and um, Ralph Report went in-depth on it, sort of. And uh, this was basically the reaction. What the fuck? No. <laughs> Roll this list up and put up your ass. That's where it belongs right now. There's no fucking way. There's no fucking way. That's ridiculous. You just destroyed the credibility of the list. Go fuck yourself, list. Basically, the number one show was The Sopranos. Does anybody agree with that? Not me. I never saw it. Me never either. saw it either. I started to watch it, and I found it very boring. Me too. I, I, yeah, I thought, why would a mob boss want therapy? I know a lot I of people I will like say it. number two on the list was The Simpsons, so I do like that. Number two, yeah. That makes they sense. Said, yeah, they said it should be lower, but I think it's right in the right place because The Simpsons has been on so long, it's really just affected every show that's come on after mm -hmm. it. It was. Especially, it seemed to be weighted pretty heavy towards modern day stuff, like uh, uh, Breaking Bad, The Wire, stuff that's yeah. kind of trending now. Yeah, I Love Lucy was pretty down, far down yeah, on the list. That should have been they, a top ten. I created the sitcom for crying out loud. Yeah. Get off yeah. my lawn. Well, and it's funny because a uh, sports guy likes to um, pontificate about who would be the best drummer or the best. Um, guitarist best singer best band and it's like it's so <laughs> subjective as well and it's like that's that list would have made more sense if they just did it by decade um just because there's too much yeah i but i mean when we talk when we talked about this list we i mentioned it's just a list to make people angry and talk about it well true so because they did there was another list i saw this week and it was like the best drummers and mm -hmm. charlie watts was even on the list it was like okay no one's doing their research how many how many drummers were there on the list? I want to say it was like fifty. Yeah. And then they had, but they had a lot of studio drummers in there as well. Yeah. So it was kind of like I don't, I don't know. It's not an. It's it was more of a musicians, musicians list. Maybe yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of people you'd have to go. Who's that? And you'd Google them, and they played on thousands of records over the decades, yeah. and you mm -hmm. never knew their name. Yep. Okay. I agree with them, with uh, Ralph and Eddie, where they said that The Twilight Zone should be a number one show, because I, I really think The Twilight Zone is strong. But, again, old man, old show. No, I agree with that. The old Twilight or the one from, like, the 80s? No, oh, the, the 80s one, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the 80s one, they kind of just redid the old stuff, a lot of it. Not all of it, but some of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the 80s kind of, like, brought back a lot of that with, they brought back Twilight Zone. There was a bunch of other shows. Fuck, I can't remember that show. I used to watch late at night. Like Amazing Stories was also in the eighties. Yeah, that was Spielberg, right? You're not yeah. talking about like Are You Afraid of the Dark, are you? 
No, not in a kid's show. <laughs> Do you mean the one that Rod Serling did after Twilight Zone? Mm-mm. No, I'd have to look it up. Tales from the Dark Side. That was the okay. one I used to watch really late at night. That was a pretty cool one. It was pretty creepy. Hold on. My wife is throwing things at me. What? <laughs> okay, I'm going to try to do my joke again. Let's tune back into NASA. Huh? Eddie, are you using like a Bluetooth speaker or something? No, I put the speaker right on top of the game speaker. Nothing came through? Nope. No. What kind of mic? Joke too. What kind of mic are you using? My regular Blue my Snowball. My snowball. You guys can't hear anything? There it is. Yeah. Okay. She stopped throwing things at me. Uh, all right. Let's move on to... Uh... There. That's how it was supposed to speak. We still can't <laughs> hear it. We heard it for one solitary moment, and now we can't Dang it. More. Oh, well. All right. Let's go over to Ralph. He brought up uh, Worst Thumb. I did talk a lot of on the when I was on the radio in that morning show about my love for Badfinger. Yes. And I took it, I extrapolated it out to the point where it's like, I should start a Badfinger tribute band because mm-hmm. I love their music so much. Yeah. And it wasn't going to be Good Toe. I, I <laughs> should be. In line with Badfinger, our band was going to be called Worst Thumb. Ah. Right. And thumb. it kind of took off. Uh, Danielle, who worked at the station, she was going to be our bass player. And we, believe it or not, we got Pat Smear from Foo Fighters to agree to be our guitarist. Wow. And uh, Noodles from The Offspring also agreed to be in the band. A super band. It was going to be a super group. And everyone said yes. And I just let it go. I just, Why I, would I just, you let that go? I don't know. Right. I just, it seemed like the joke was really in the telling, but not oh, the actual doing. my God. But I do regret yes. have never, never put together Worst Thumb and making my own Bad Finger tribute oh. group. <laughs> Amazing. Hope Springs Eternal. Maybe I can yeah. still do it. You got their numbers. Right? It's never too late. You could play keyboards or something. You're a, you're a musician. Feel free to believe. <laughs> oh, feel free. Man, <laughs> she got me with my own. She zinged me with my royal word, by the by holy words. Wow. That's blasphemy. She, Queen Jay in there just zinging Ralph at the end. But you guys remember Worst Thumb? Very much so, yes. Uh, I, I had completely forgot about it until they started talking about it. Then I remembered. Here is a, f- a flashback of Noodles from the Offspring talking about joining Worst Thumb. I won't uh, be able to make it to that little event you guys are having. Your little the Wee Rose? Why do you come every year, Ralph? You always look thing. forward to that. Whatever. I had, what's the what's problem? Things now. I got Finger Fest that weekend. I'm sorry? <laughs> Finger Fest. Finger Fest, did you say? Finger Fest. I'm, uh, yeah. I'm also busy. Yeah. I've also what? got the same thing. Chip and I, we have to go to Finger Fest. What you is Finger Fest, Fest I don't want any part of that. Finger <laughs> Fest is the biggest bad finger convention uh, in America each and every is year. Is it the so. only bad finger convention? <laughs> How dare you, sir? Open up a vlog. Yeah, really, Kevin. <laughs> All right, let's go back to square one for folks who may wonder who the hell Badfinger is, for starters. What? They, that's they a were, great question. They were a very popular rock band, a pop rock band, kind of a, in the following the template Power of the pop. Beatles. Power, Power pop's pop, fine. Please yeah. use the back in the <laughs> late '60s, early '70s. They had a string of hits. They were signed to the Beatles record label, and they uh, they broke up. They didn't have they. They, they didn't they, break up. The man put his neck, his foot on their neck. <laughs> And right. kept them from producing and stole all their money, so much so that their genius lead singer and major songwriter, Peter Ham, took his own life. Gone but never forgotten. Ralph, story. Ralph Garman about a week ago came up with the idea, or at least he shared with us an idea that he'd been percolating with for some time, which is... The- is that true? Does, does anybody know about Badfinger? 
I've just heard of them. I don't know the story, though. Wow. It got really dark on that clip. All right. uh, Let's keep going. He wanted to be part of a Badfinger tribute band. Am I right, Ralph? Yes. Well, I want to make a a major motion picture about the story of Badfinger. But (laughs) until that actually happens, I would like to – I've always had a dream of fronting my own Badfinger cover band. Now, I feel like Ralph was joking and just sort of entertaining the idea until we got a tweet from a certain person. And that certain person is Noodles from The Offspring. Noodles! Hey, guys, how's it going? Noodles said, I want to be in the band, and Ralph's eyes went, all right, this is on. It's happening. Here's the thing. There are some people in life who like to kill your dreams. (laughs) Bean! Bean! (laughs) And then there are others you meet in life who will nurture and foster and help your dreams grow. Uh Right. And Noodles is... I'm here for you, Ralph. Noodles is the second kind of guy. All right, Noodles, take me back to that morning. God bless you. You had the Kevin and Bean show on. Tell me what you heard and and how your your brain uh, processed that information. Right. Well, I dropped my uh, son off at school, and I and I went to the beach to go surfing. And right as I pull up to the beach, I hear about Worst Thumb, which sounded like the, the best idea ever. Thank you, Noodles. <laughs> Thank you. And by the way, Noodles not, started contributing right away via Twitter, and he uh, he spelt the band W-U-R-S-T, Thumb, with an umlaut over the U, and that's how our official officially we're spelled. That's so much more rock and roll than doing it the old-fashioned way. Very much. Well, of course. I mean, the umlauts show people that we're not messing around <laughs> That's right. That is a serious umlaut right there. So, Noodles, um, bad finger music for a guy like you, an accomplished musician like you, pretty pretty simple stuff. I mean, you could probably play that on the fly, right? Uh, it's You know what? A lot of it's not too difficult Okay. from what I've been checking out so far, yeah. Now, Noodles, is this an idea that you have been considering as well, or was it just, ah, oh, that sounds great? I'm, I'm a, a really big fan of bad puns. So when I heard, is that a band? I wore thumb, wore thumb on there. I was, I was in. So you're less interested in the music, more interested in the pun. It was play on words. Music secondary. Sure, I can understand that. Um, Do Do you remember Noodles' Bad Finger being a popular band, or did they ever mean anything to you? I remember the song, sure. You know, come and get it. Of course, you know, it was real, real big, and I knew of the story. I mean, this is a band that was made for behind-the-scenes kind of documentaries. You know, yeah, yeah, totally. Does and anyone know more than that one song? Yeah, yes. they got a handful. got a handful of hits. I think "Without You" is I, I, their most popular. Not by them. So I think it's pretty awesome. He just he doesn't really know a lot of the band, but he just was willing to join just for the pun. Just to call it worse thumb. I respect That's why that. we love him. I respect it, yeah. All right, let's keep going. No, without you cool. being covered by other artists is their most popular song they ever wrote, yeah. probably, yes. Yeah. Right, of course. Yeah, the Nilsson version. Right. You know, and then no matter what, of course, was a pretty big hit as well. And Baby Blue. Baby Blue, a I wasn't, classic. I wasn't as familiar with that one, Baby Blue. Oh, see? Huh. better get familiar. All right, so uh, uh, <laughs> let's talk a little bit about the band uh, for a minute here. Ralph, uh, it came together fast that day when the Noodles called in. I mean, obviously, that that ter- that makes it A-level right there. Noodles is like what Ringo was to the Beatles. He was that one piece that brought it all together and made it all real, made it all happen. You know? Exactly. Uh, did you only pick Chip to be your bass player because she was line of sight? Or <laughs> You're a dick. First well, of all, she's not line she, of sight. She yeah. is, and I had to look way down in order to see her. But she's or, so desperate to be in a band that the minute I brought it up, she's like, I'll do it, I'll be in it, I'll do it, I'll play bass for you. So she was That sort might of the, partly be true. She was the first member who volunteered. Okay, all right. And well, then I, I think also, though, if you look at Chip, she, she kind of 
resembles Joey Milan. She does. Oh, yeah. Look at that. She looks a lot like the original bassist for Badfinger. So. All right, and then bring the listeners when up we to do, speed. When we do Finger Mania on Broadway, <laughs> musical, she'll be able to play him. Yeah. Now the drummer. The drummer is. Is the We're drummer two? Just two beats aside. So far, the drummer is well. It's a placeholder, but beer mug is the is the drummer. Okay, right that now. might that might be a problem. Is, is that a deal breaker, holder. Noodles? Placeholder. Okay. Uh, Noodles, is that a deal breaker for you if Muggs is playing uh, drums? I'm not. I'm not sure about Muggs. Yeah, come on. <laughs> he doesn't care. Do Noodles just likes the name. He doesn't. <laughs> now, Ralph, give us the update then. Well, then I was uh, hanging out with some friends over the weekend, and I was hanging out with Pat Smear, who's a friend of mine. And I I told Pat the situation. I told him Noodles was on board. I said, "What's your schedule like?" And he's like, "Well, we're actually in town for a little while before we go out again with the foods before we start touring." He said, "I'd love to be in Worst Thumb." So our guitar, another guitar player, will be Pat Smear. <laughs> Come on. Excellent. Yes. This excellent. is a super group. He's a great guy. He's a great, absolutely, he's an excellent, he's a great guy. And yeah. I'm, I'll be seeing the other guys in the in the Foo Fighters this weekend, so maybe we can get Taylor on board or Dave. We'll see what their schedule's uh You need to get somebody to replace Mugs. Well, that's for sure. Why, yeah, why not Why not both, Ralph? Let's, let's both. big. I mean, Finger oh, Fest deserves the best. <laughs> Finger Fest deserves the best. best. I'm getting T-shirts made up right now. <laughs> Oh man. Okay, I'll stop the clip there. But uh, give you a new shirt. <laughs> Finger oh, <God>. fist. <laughs> hey, but when we do niche com, uh, worst thumb is going to be our band, our house band. Yeah. What about Melfon? Melfon oh, will be the house band. Melfon we can afford. Well, Melfo. Melfo we can afford. <laughs> October. Oh. <laughs> Anyhow, that's the podcast roundup, Lindsay. Thank you. Okay, can I try my NASA joke again? Okay, yes. This time it's going to work, I promise. <laughs> is it Yoko? Okay, wait, hold on. Let's switch back to NASA. Something big is happening. See, asteroids. They're on an asteroid. Nice. The, the, uh, that was totally worth it. Come on. Lead that up was totally it. worth it. We're not professionals. We don't, we don't always do it quite right. <sighs> Look it up in the book. All right, shall we get shall we get going? Are we done? Is there anything else we need to do? Wrap up the show. Wrap up the it's show. It's in October. Shit. The turkey. <laughs> I need to go get my uh, <laughs> fiance sound maker. Yes, I was. I know it does that. sound like it. It's supposed to be a dog. <laughs> the Can turkey. Bring it in, make him howl. Sorry, I had put. I almost bought a CNC, but I got the kids' keyboard at the last second. <laughs> nice. Well, that's what Lisa May had. Uh, she had a little uh, Hello Kitty Casio keyboard. Yeah. <laughs> that's cute. All right, Lindsay, you want to say bye to everybody? <clears throat> that was another uh, rousing rendition of Quitters Never Give Up the fan podcast, obsessed with the Kevin and Bean Creative Universe. Thanks for listening. Uh, you can follow us on all of our socials. Instagram is quitters never give up. Twitter is quitters never. You can leave us a voice message via anchor. Uh, and we'll see you in the funny papers. Love you. Mean it. Bye. The Lindsay robot. And we're, we're recording this on what? Rocktober. One, two, <laughs> three, four. <laughs> <laughs>
What? I like big sweats and I cannot lie. You other brothers can't deny. When a girl walks in with an itty bitty waist and a round thing in your face, you get strong. Wanna pull up tough cause you know the sack that will stop. Deep in the teeth she's wearing. I'm hooked and I can't stop staring. Not really on bass. How are you doing, man? That must be a clip, right? What? No, Is that a clip it. or live? No. Stand up. Let's see it. I can't stand up. Ding. I am in a position to where I cannot move. <laughs> oh, this is going to be great. Ding, more ding. <laughs> Oh, and I can barely see his shoulders moving. That's fantastic. <laughs> I'm going to eat a fuck ton of lobster. Put Bosom Buddies in there. You bite my left nut. <laughs> Wait a minute. That, that only punishes me. I should be higher. And, uh, um. What the fuck? No. Right? Roll this list up and put up your ass. That's where it belongs right now. There's no fucking way. There's no fucking way. That's ridiculous. You just destroy the credibility of the list. Go fuck yourself, list. This is a problem when you get a music magazine to start rating TV shows. Oh, eat madness. A, a Dilf Pickle. Oh, what's her name? Mm, hate lists. Batman, nowhere on this list in the top 100. What? So I'm going to wipe my ass with this list and then set it on fire. <laughs> Don't do it the other way. Uh, that would be a bad idea. I wanted to see some green boobies.